Thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope you're able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope this message will be an inspiration to help you find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. I have um, a confession to make, and so let me begin by just telling you for a moment, just pretend for a moment that I'm taking a seat with you in your living room. And I'm just talking with you face to face like two brothers or a brother and sister in the Lord. I'm a lawbreaker. My wife and I, Jasenia and I, we have broken the law. My wife is panicking over here. What's she gonna, what's he gonna say? Well, we've been married about 10 years. And in the first year of marriage, we were critical, hypercritical of one another's driving habits. And um, I have a habit of driving too fast. And she has a couple of habits as well. And whenever I would drive, she would share her thoughts about my driving. And whenever she would drive, I would share my thoughts about her driving. And we would kind of go back and forth like this for a while. And I got a speeding ticket. And she said, see, 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 see. So, you know, I said, but you still drive. Six months later, she got a ticket. Then I got a ticket. And then she got a ticket. We got four tickets in about a year, 16 months. And the light bulb finally went on. And I said to her, I think we should stop throwing stones at each other. I think the Lord is dealing with us as a couple that we shouldn't be critical about one another and that God is dealing with each of us. And so when I say a lawbreaker, I hope now we recognize that we're all lawbreakers. But I want to tell you this, is that driving too fast, in my wife's habit, I'll cough it up now, is she likes to, or has run red lights. You know, those horrible red light cameras that snapshot you as you pass through and you think you got away with it? Then they send you something in the mail. Well, driving too fast and not observing the stops in life or running the red lights is really metaphors for some ways in which we drive our lives or we drive ourselves or we drive our families or the people in our lives or we run our businesses or our workplaces. You may remember a celebrity by the name of Paul Walker. In November 2013, he got in a ultra sports car and he said, I'll be back in five minutes. About five minutes later, he crashed. Tragic, but also a metaphor. God wants you, brother and sister, to stop and slow down. Don't crash and burn. Stop 
and slow down. What do most people do? They just keep going. And then they wonder why things break down, why relationships break down, why people break down, because they don't slow down and they don't observe the natural stops and starts in life. And I want to share with you three biblical disciplines that God has ordained for everyone in here that calls on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to observe, to stop, and slow down. And the first, and let me just share with you one scripture before I get into those three. Jesus says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Rest is not only for the heavy laden. It's not only for the overburdened. It's for anyone that labors. And as far as I know, everyone in this room works and labors. And rest is an ordained thing that God calls us to and brings us into relationship that as we rest, we are able to connect with our God. I am reminded even today as I get in the car that I have to counsel myself to slow down when I put my hand on the wheel. God wants you to slow down as you put your hand on the wheel of life. And the first discipline I want to tell you, again, I am a lawbreaker, and that is the Sabbath. God ordained the Sabbath as a natural stop in life. It's a weekly stop. God created the Sabbath for you. Jesus said, a Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. We observe the Sabbath not because the church tells us to, not because we have an obligation to, not out of religious duty. Jesus says, he advises us, he instructs us that it's for our own good, it is for our own health, it is to restore life and to bring life into your situation, into your body, into your mentality, into your soul, into your emotions, into your family. It's life that God wants to give you through the Sabbath. We need to stop and receive rest and life. There are four characteristics of the Sabbath that I would advise you and make you aware of that the Bible teaches. And the first one is is rest. The Sabbath in Hebrew literally means to rest. So any other observance of the Sabbath that does not result in rest is not a true Sabbath. You can call it a Sabbath. You can call it a day off. But in God's eyes, if it doesn't mean rest, it isn't a true Sabbath. And rest, Jesus is saying, is really ceasing from work. And that is the second characteristic, to stop all work. Do you have a Sabbath rhythm? You know, some say that they have a Sabbath rhythm, but they're still busy on their Sabbath day. Does it have to be Saturday? Does it have to be Sunday? 
The third characteristic, Jesus says, it just needs to be one day. He upholds the Old Testament law. It has to be a 24-hour period. You know how many of us observe the Sabbath? We reserve the Sabbath that day off. If it's your Saturday, if it's your Sunday, we reserve it for all of the unpaid work of life. Mowing of the lawn, running of the errands, shuttling the kids here and there, washing the dishes and doing four loads of laundry. Maybe you have a side hustle. Maybe you have something you do online. Maybe you have all kinds of ministry. But if it doesn't result in rest, if it doesn't rejuvenate you, if it doesn't restore life, that isn't a Sabbath. It's a day off from your other job. But you have your home job too. We need a day. The fourth characteristic is to delight in God and God's gifts. That's why God wants us to observe the Sabbath is so that we can spend time with him, so that we can enjoy life, that we don't have the pressures of the task list, that we don't have the pressure of all of the anxiety. My brother and sister, God wants to remove stress and anxiety and depression from your life and mental anguishes. And he ordained the Sabbath to be part of the solution, a big, 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 big part. When is your Sabbath? I want you to take that home with a, an assignment. That's your homework assignment this week. How will you change your life to observe the Sabbath? Jesus did not come to abolish the law, but to uphold it. The second discipline I want to share with you is solitude. God ordained times of solitude. Jesus said it this way, but when you go and pray, go into your room and when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Where is your place of solitude? Driving on the way to work? Maybe nobody else is in a car with you, but that is not solitude. You're still doing something. You need a place and a time, regular times of solitude where you can separate from everyone and everything else. I don't have little kids in the room, so I don't have to wait till uh, uh, they go to sleep, but maybe you do. Or maybe you have to get up early. For me, I can go into the living room and I can sit in my couch or I can sit at the table. You need times of solitude. And the third biblical discipline that God wants you to observe to stop and slow down is silence. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know that he is God. How many of us are running through life listening to all kinds of other things? I mean, it's part of the culture now to have these things in our ears. We've always got to be on. The culture is always on, and the culture is a culture of speed. It's a culture of business. It's a culture of consuming something that has to be in our ears and in our eyes. 
Turn it off, brothers and sisters, and wait on the Lord and be still, be silent before the Lord, and he will speak back to you. Can I get an amen? We're going to go into a time of prayer now. And as we do, we're going to put up some prayer needs on the big screen. And we'd like you to join with us in faith to pray for those things. And for the next 15 minutes, this is going to be a time of individual prayer. So you can stay where you are. You can move about. You can stand. You can sit. If you want to lay down or kneel down, whatever it takes. But let's join together in prayer for these needs. Amen? Amen. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thank you for joining us in pursuit of growing closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.